What's up? Welcome back to What's Your 20 with the raspy Chris Yetter and uh, got Brooklyn Shield uh, joining us again. Um, hey, Brooke, how you doing? I am super duper for a Thursday. Nice. Best Thursday ever. How's my uh, does my voice sound like sexy and mysterious? No, no, not at all. <laughs> If you were referring to, can you be a phone sex operator? I'm going to go with no. Damn it. Yeah. It Your hopes and dreams have been crushed. So, uh, yeah, you're going to have to bear with me. I'm sure there's going to be some uh, voice cracking. Might be going through some puberty. But anyway, I went to the Cardinals game, yeah. on, Cardinals game on Sunday. And um, I went to, as if that wasn't enough, I went to a concert last night. So uh, my voice is a little cached. So bear with me. Please uh, feel free to laugh at any time. If you, you went to a concert, yes, I on did. On top of your already exhausted vocals, yes, mother. Were you singing? Um, I did my best to keep the singing to a minimum, or at least to a reasonable <laughs> level. There was definitely there was definitely no wooing. Uh, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> fortunately, my father taught me how to whistle very loudly. Um, I challenge anybody listening to a whistling uh, contest, not necessarily for song quality, but for just shrill loudness, <laughs> um, ear piercing. Um, I, I challenge anybody to whistle louder than me. Anyway, so um, yeah, I did my best. Um, whistling Dixie. Whistling Same. Dixie. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we got a little bit of a tight schedule. We also got a call with uh, Mr. Uh, Ross Tennyson, in about 26 minutes, we can call him up and say hello. He's been with us for um, 180 days. It's actually probably closer to about 195 at this point. Um, but yeah, he's he's been here six months, so we'll talk to one of the newest or newer members of the Ace Relocation PBO fleet and see how he's doing. So, Sweet. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, um, before we get started on all of that, uh, it's obviously football season. I love football. Yay, football. And uh, woo woo. you know what? I, I, I love football, but I hate power poles. But let's do one anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so power poles are, are stupid. Um, but you know what? They're kind of fun to argue about. Um, really, the only power sure. pole that matters is standings, like where you rank in the actual standings. But anyway, here's my top five. That's debatable. I mean, really, but whatever. Standings are Continue. the most. Yeah, well, you're a Steelers <laughs> fan, so um, <laughs> standings cannot be very important in your life. I get it. <laughs> so, not at this point in time, no. no. All right, so my it's all about the feeling. Yeah, it's all about the feelings. Yeah, so uh, let's go in reverse order. Uh, at number five, I've got the Green Bay Packers at four. What are they? Four and one. Yes. What's your number five team on your list? Um, you're not gonna like me. I put the Cardinals. <laughs> the five the five and oh cardinals because standings okay don't, because so not, just, uh, just going go ahead I, I get it go back in you know in in previous years a lot of uh teams that you know start off with whatever i know records um kind of tend to shit the bed you know at the end so i you know can can totally have um uh a a leg to stand on here with my Steelers uh, last year. So anything, anything can happen. So yes, they are five and zero. Oh, however, um, they are in my 
number five spot just because of experience with them. Well, your list is crap because this isn't where we think they're going to be. This is where they currently are, but we'll continue. It, it doesn't matter. I don't, it's we'll, still you asked. We'll continue. I, I presented. Number four, I've got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Shocker. Also, also fourth and one. Whoa, we agree on something. The Tampa, yeah. the Tampa Bay Tom Brady's. Um, and uh, number three, I've got the uh, the Lambs, the, the Los Angeles Rams at number three. Okay. Uh, I got the Chargers. I can't disagree with that. You know what? I forgot about the Chargers. I, I just honestly. I, Did you? Yeah, I'm looking at my list. You know what? Shame on me. I've got like one AFC team in my top five. Shame on me. It's, it's I, totally cool. You know, I, I thought about I thought about the Rams, but Matt Stafford is still Matt Stafford. So, um <laughs> That's just where I'm going to lay with that. Fair enough. Can't argue with that. Justin Herbert is way better uh, professional quarterback than I thought. He, you know, I think he's a better pro than he was a college player, honestly. So moving on. Yeah. Number two, I've got the uh, Buffalo Bills, which is probably your number one. No, that's my number two. Oh, wow. Bro, we, we're in sync today. Well, for the most part, except for number one, because you've got something really stupid up there, because I've got the 5-0 and o Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> because you know what? Standings matter. And you know what? They may get beat this week on the road at Cleveland. So uh, we'll have to give uh, Kanisha a call at 67 and maybe talk some Browns Cardinals smack. But um, There you go. But, uh, yeah, for now, for this week, 5-0. and o, We're number one. Just like Ace Reload's yeah. no, number one hauler, you don't, you know, you can you can have all the feels you want. Still, you five, can still soak it up while it lasts. All right, what's your Just number? Take one? it all in. I mean, is it is it even? It's my Steelers. We're we're <laughs> on a road to comeback. <laughs> Listen, you just watch. You sit there and watch as my Steelers rise to fame and your Cardinals plummet through the rest of the season. Oh, my God. I'm never going to ask you to do this again. <laughs> yeah, so just, well. So just pencil exactly. in the Steelers in Brooks number one on the power pole for the next uh, whatever, however long the season is. While they're home watching the playoffs, she's going to be like, Steelers are number one. All right. No. Okay. So I won't always have them as number one. Okay. Only because I feel like we're we're really turning a corner here. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I don't know what corner that is, but it, we're turning. All right. Well, we'll see how that uh, how well this thing ages um, in a couple of weeks when we do this again. Anyway, let's get to some meat and potatoes. Um, so, I started doing some quick tips in the pace setter, and I was thinking while I was at the concert last night uh, drinking beers that you know what we should have a recurring. Uh, CYI section, you know, uh, cover your, um, cover your six, basically, um, things, quick tips, things we forget about on a day to day basis. You know, you actually inspired me a little bit with, uh, our last segment we did and you brought up the whole, uh, deaf sensor thing. I mean, those are the kind of things that we should be bringing to the table. So, um, I've got a quick list of kind of some quick tips, reminders, things I run into on a daily basis when I'm talking to van operators. Um, let's talk about audit companies and weights. Um, you know, everybody knows what an audit company does. They look for holes in our paperwork to save their clients money. Um, essentially taking, you know, money out of our pockets and our van operators pockets. So some of the stuff I see on weight tickets, um, axle weights, you know, that's the first thing they're One of the things they're looking at on a weight ticket is, uh, is there a large discrepancy on your axle weight? Um, 
you know, there could be a lot of reasons, whether it's fuel, maybe the scales are a little bit different, who knows, but really you got to have a reasonable margin of error. If you're turning in a weight ticket, that's got, you know, 5,000 pound, 3000 pound difference on steer weight, that thing's getting flagged because they just don't vary that much. So make sure that your tickets are accurate. Um, if the scale made a mistake, get it done again. Uh, make, yeah. make sure those things, I mean, Steer weight shouldn't vary more than 1,200-ish pounds, you know, maybe 1,500 pounds. But, I mean, realistically, that's that's where you need to be on your, your steer weight, um, on your steer axle. Also, dates. You know, obviously, sometimes there's a reason why your lightweight and your heavyweight are um, days apart. But that is a red flag, so... When that happens, we're going to have to know why. And if there's a reason why, let us know when you turn it in. Maybe put it on your truckman's report. Say, hey, you know, I got my lightweight on, you know, the first. And I got my heavyweight four days later at this different scale because this is the way my trip went. I went home for a day. You know, whatever. Yep. Uh, it's got to make sense. Whenever possible, use the same scale. Obviously, you know, we're in logistics. That's not always possible. But anyway. Um, I don't want to kill, uh, you know, half an hour talking about weight tickets. Um, please, yeah, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. People are tuning out. But it is important, but I mean, uh, yeah, know what gets flagged and move on. Exactly. Also artificially, uh, I hate to say artificially, watch your inventory and your item count. I mean, obviously they're looking at item counts too, you know, in the old days, paper, um, handwritten inventories, a page used to equal a thousand pounds. Now with electronic, that's not a thing anymore. So they're looking at item counts. But don't put, you know, don't inventory every slat. <laughs> you know, bed part, bed part, bed part, bed part, bed part, bed part, bed part. I mean, <clears throat> you know, that just looks wrong. It just doesn't look right. Um, be specific. You don't win anything for that. You're not winning. You're not getting bonus points. No. You're just, no. honestly, you're getting flagged. It's getting recalculated. You're getting hit you know, weeks or months later on a audited weight and nobody's, nobody's happy about that. So, um, let's see here. Also shuttles, <clears throat> get them approved. Number one, number two, you know, I've sent emails on this before is uh, take pics. Some accounts, uh, one account in particular, uh, that shall remain nameless requires pictures. Um, I would take pictures no matter what. I mean, you've, you've got the device in your hand. You're doing electronic inventory. Take a picture of the access. Take a picture of the physical rental truck and your crew doing some work on it. It doesn't need to be a whole, you know, video shoot or a photo shoot, but snap a couple pics. Keep your receipts as well. Um, that way you never get burned. Um, if you do it all the time, you know, you don't have to wonder if you ever did it. What's that? Exactly. Uh, what, what's the saying about preparation? If you're, if you're always prepared, you never need to get ready, or something like that. Anyway, I'll, well, let's just we'll roll with that. Okay, that sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. Um, also, you know, again, it make it, it has to make sense with shuttles. You know, just as an FYI, if you go pick up a shipment with a shuttle truck and you go back to the warehouse and you unload onto the warehouse floor. And then you load, then you back your truck in and you load off the warehouse floor. Um, technically, by the letter of a lot of contracts, that is not a shuttle. Makes no sense to me. I makes me angry 
to even say that, but I want everybody to understand that. So doing a shuttle, truck to truck. If the agent is the closest place, great, but do truck to truck. The end. You got any uh you got any fleet tips, any 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 bright ideas on your side? Or am I putting you on the spot? Uh no. So my only uh tip and we I think we, we say it probably on a lot of podcasts is just calm data, you know. Don't use it like it's a bank card. Please don't. It it, it will just get flagged. It's always it, it's just gonna work against you, you know. Be smart. Just take out the cash. If you're gonna you know, go have a spending spree or your wife, you know, is like, hey, honey, I would like to go buy some new shoes. Just give her some cash or give her your bank card, not the com data card. That's still going on. Yeah, I don't get it. I really don't. But, you know, I I guess that's not for me to judge. Um, I can only educate and provide the necessary information information of the why not to and hopes that a guy either a you know finally gets it um and then we we move on so it's just the education piece but yep had one had one today um so that's why it was fresh and i thought i should just reiterate it and bring it up one more time um and then cid um with your labor so guys just know um it's like, I don't want to call it a date, but it's like, you know, when your help arrives, introduce yourself. Um, a lot of the times guys don't even know their names. Um, and it's shocking to me. You're with them for hours in a day, um, know their first names, get their last names. Um, and you should probably keep a record of that. And then the most important piece is get their CID numbers, have that in your pocket. So if something, you know, were to go awry and someone calls and it's like, Hey, who'd you have out there today? You've got your ducks in a row and you can be like, it was Alan Iverson and his CID number is seven. Dude would not shut up about practice. (laughs) Want to talk about practice? (laughs) Talking about practice. Yeah. So practice, I mean, do it, just do it. Make it part of your practice, write it down. We've all got, electronic devices you know there's note sections in your phone there's probably note sections on your tablet put that in there keep keep a keep a log of that so if you're on the spot and you get asked you don't get caught with your pants down you've got you know hey here you go i'm on it no one wants to see that and Mm -mm. just as a gentle reminder um it doesn't have to even be a real problem it just needs to be the um perception or accusation of a problem on a job site um, yeah. that, that those numbers come into play. And if we don't have them right away at our fingertips, um, we look guilty, whether that's the truth or not. Um, it doesn't make us look good. And as a van operator and a business owner, you are putting yourself at the mercy of our goodwill to make things right. So if we have to make things right and you don't have proof of CID, um, when there is a problem or the accusation of one, you just spent money or we're spending your money and we're very generous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's just the reality of the situation. If you, if, if you CYA, um, I'll go to the mat for you. Um, yeah. say, Hey, you know, this is BS. Here's the dudes that were on site. Um, do what you got to do, but the van operator did his job. So anyway, Correct. 
doesn't mean that I'll always win the match, but I'll go to the mat for you. Please do your job. Exactly. We'll we'll take one for the team. Exactly. Of course. All right. So <clears throat> a couple of other things that are coming up. Um, I don't even, did you see my email this morning on crew pro, uh, Brooklyn? Uh, the inventory thing. Yes. Uh, I saw that you added or asked to have me added. Yes. I did not read the whole email. And what was your, gut, what was the, uh, your gut reaction when I volunteered you for something? Um, well, I don't even know what it is, so I don't have a reaction just yet. All I'll right. have to talk to my my boss about that all right well perfect here here <laughs> here is the excuse me oh wow oh hello microphone check um <laughs> puberty vo- dropped voice check um crew pro is a new electronic inventory platform that is going to beta with atlas ace relocation among a, a few other agents are going to be testing this product i've been in meetings lots of meetings watched videos um it is an alternative to the outdated current system. So the current system that everyone's using, the AtlasNet, um, that is no longer supported by any sort of tech company. It's being supported in-house by Atlas Van Lines, but there are no improvements. There are no um, add-ons. There's, there's nothing happening with that. It is a dead-end technology. You are still going to be able to use that for as long as you like at this current time. But Crew Pro, meanwhile, is being introduced beta. I'm going to be looking for a couple volunteers in the van operators. Um, I will probably make some calls uh, starting tomorrow, going into next week on some on some people that I think would be um, would be good. Um, but if you're listening to this and you're like, "Hey, I want to participate in that," give me a call. Um, it is not an all or nothing platform, so you don't have to. If you say yes, I'm going to do it. It doesn't mean that effective 11.1, that's all you've got. We'll be able to cherry pick shipments. You will still be able to use the older technology on that 26,000 pound pack and load because you know how to use it. Um, But if you got a 2,000 pounder coming off the dock that you can take your time with, we have the ability to just use it off on a one-off basis. So it's, um, it's cool. It's different. It's not, it's like anything new. You know, at first I saw it and I was like, Oh, but then I kind of had to check myself and be like, well, you've been looking at one type of technology for years. Of course, you're not comfortable with it. Um, the good news about it is it's supported. Feedback will be encouraged. That's why it's in beta. So we want van operators touching it and using it so that um, van operators can make suggestions on how it can better serve the van operator community and our customers. So um that's basically what it is there'll be another i think another uh product coming out probably next spring but that's going to be probably a full year behind this one so anyway we're just looking to make things better Um, is it an app that you download it's an app there's an app for that there's an app for that there's an app for that it's cool it's got some really cool things there's some auto you know there's some automation functions that once you, I mean, you click one button and stuff gets uploaded. There's a way to preview the inventory and send that preview to the customer. You can take pictures of wait tickets and upload them. I mean, there's, it does all the stuff, the other stuff, the functionality is just different. It's going to take some practice, um, to get used to it. Um, like I said, there's training videos, I am engaged in that training. That's why I'm 
actually bringing you in. I'm also bringing in Rob Donowski out of 15. Um, ideally, we would have, you know, Rob could be East Coast help, you know, being two to three hours ahead. And then you and I uh, on the West Coast as, as a, you know. Um, cool. I don't even know what I'm looking for. I'm drinking my tea. I'm, I'm thinking about how much my voice hurts. Anyway, um, that's what does your shirt mean, by the way. <laughs> oh, it's um, no scooters. <laughs> no scooters. Yeah, no scooters. Okay. It's actually a double IPA out of uh, um, Austin, Texas. When I was uh, I was there years ago for for something. I think for one of Gina's uh, conventions. And whenever I go anywhere on business or pleasure, I usually seek out a brewery to at least stop by and have a pint. Yeah. Have a pint. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. All right. So anyway, that's com- uh, if you if you're interested, shoot me a line. And, uh, let's, uh, let's have some fun with it. Um, last thing I want to mention before we reach out to, uh, Mr. Tennyson is, um, Transguard billing. So yeah, obviously we're engaged routinely in onboarding, uh, new van operators, whether that's, uh, you know, brand new interstate ops guy or whether that is a local contractors adding a driver etc all of these things impact um, how much insurance is required so one of the things i see on a monthly basis is depending on when a driver is added um, the billing may miss settlement so for those of you listening if you don't know your transguard which is your occupational accident your workers' comp for casual labor and your non-trucking liability coverage is always on the first settlement of the month. All the time. The billing is computed and we receive it, the invoice, on the 15th every month. Or maybe it's the 16th. Maybe the billing, they I think Transguard does their thing as of the 15th. And, yeah. then, and then they shoot us the invoice. So we could get that the 15th in the afternoon or we could get it the 16th. But the key to that is if you add, let's just say you add a driver, um, you know, I'm a local contractor. I add a driver, he gets qualified and he starts working today, which is the 14th. There's probably about a 97% chance that that guy's insurance, although it is in effect as of the 14th when we order it, order it (laughs) (laughs) that was great that was awesome um what's gonna happen is when that invoice comes out and the next one is on november 5th by the way that is the first settlement of november it is entirely possible and likely that that driver's insurance is not going to be on that invoice so it's going to skip november so then when the December comes around, that first, um, that first settlement of December rolls around, now you're getting dinged for the entire month of November. Yeah. The month of December, because that's what they're billing for is December, back a month November, and then back another 15 days of October, that, October. That, that they were. So instead of one month, getting billed two and a half months. And it can be obviously a big number. I mean, if you're looking at a... Uh, you know, right. OCAC workers comp. I mean, what is that? Uh, four, you know, let's just call it four fifty for the fun of it. Um, sure. multiply that by two and a half. That's what's hitting your settlement a month and a half later. So, um, be strategic with your onboarding, or if you can't be strategic, at least budget it. 
that you know Correct. that that's going to happen. Um, that will save you some aggravation. And obviously, you know, December, depending on the time of the year, birthdays, holidays, you're expecting money. And then whammo, two and a half months of OCAC for that extra driver you added. Also, just as a point of, um, I don't want to say caution, but just for an FYI, when you add drivers, if you pay them by 1099, they can have their own OCAC and they can have their own casual labor workers comp, which is a cheaper option. Um, it runs, like I said, about 450 a month. If you employ a driver that is a W-2, you issue them a W-2 at the end of the year. They cannot have their own OCAC. They have to be added to your workers comp, which I don't have the exact number. I think it varies by state to state. California being yeah. more expensive, but you're paying more. Let's just, you're paying more, hundreds more for a W-2 driver. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm just saying these are things that maybe you should talk to your CPA about the structure of your business and decide what's really best for you from a financial standpoint. And always look at the emails that uh, Chris sends out when he sends you your documents. Um, majority of the time it comes with that money sheet. Um, so you, you know exactly what that amount is going to look like and you can then budget accordingly so that uh, when that hits your statement, you're not blindsided. Exactly. All right. Well, I think we've successfully bored the hell out of everybody with insurance talk. Let me um, see if I can figure out, figure out how to add Ross. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, man. Shuttle to a shuttle, sir. A shuttle to a shuttle? I swear to God. We couldn't even get the bobtail up the street. Nice. Well, bear with me a second. I'm seeing if I can bring uh, Brooke in, uh, tag team partner. You there? Hello. Yeah. Hey, we Hi, did. Ross. Hey, how's it going, Brooke? Good. We've He's... chatted a couple of times. Yeah, we have. Is, uh, is now okay, or should we call back later? Oh, no. Now's fine. Cool. Well, welcome to What's Your 20. Um... Uh, where are you today, Ross? Oh, Shoreline, Washington, right outside of Seattle. Oh, beautiful. Oh, it's gorgeous up here. Excellent. So I talked to you briefly yesterday, and congratulations. You have been part of the ACE team for um, a little over six months at this point. Right. And this is a loaded question. How do you like it? <laughs> Well, it's not that loaded because I actually, I actually really like working with Ace. Good answer. Yeah, I really do. <laughs> People on the podcast can't see me waving a $20 bill in front of your face. Um, <laughs> no, no. My helpers are trying, I'm trying to get away from them throwing hammers at me right now. <laughs> um, what do you, oh, excuse me. Pardon my voice. Um, my voice is fried, so I'm going to let you guys hopefully do most of the talking. I'm just going to ask stupid questions. Like, uh, what do you like okay. about it? Well, I like how fair Ace is towards me. You know, I like the tonnage. I, I like the fact that I don't have to have stupid conversations. Except That's for today. That's always good. But, <laughs> except for oh. today. <laughs> We're going to make this a fun conversation. 
Oh yeah. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, stupid, like where I have to ask somebody what's wrong with you. I don't have any of those conversations here and that makes a big difference. Good. Yeah. It's just, that makes a world of difference in the attitude, you know, on how you look at things and the perspective when you don't have to waste your time on stupid conversations. That is truth. That is true. Well, Chris. Yes. Really, we just said the same thing. We are two in sync today. We are in weird. sync. <laughs> it's very weird. If I had some in sync, I would play it right now. Yeah. Ba ba ba. <laughs> I there you go. Again. I'm sorry. That so, will never happen. <laughs> so Ross, you've been doing this. You've been in the moving business. I mean, how long have you been doing this? Well, my father was a mover. And then uh, I went out on my own and, you know, started doing it since 1996. So, you know, that's a long time. Yeah, it seems to be a common com- common thread with a lot of moving professionals. We usually start pretty young and um, don't leave for whatever reason. Um, there's just something about this we business. We leave and come back, too. Yeah, you did leave and come back. I saw you were you were with a with a look like an Allied agent for you know nine nine plus years, and then it uh, looks like you took a little right. bit of, took a little bit of a break. Why? Uh, what, what led you to take that break? Well, I hurt myself on the job with a safe, the safe one, and then uh, so I thought I hit my head and thought that maybe flatbed would give my body time to heal. No, that wasn't the case. I mean, when you're chaining down a coil or tarping up growing mud in negative 12 degrees that tends to make the healing process really bad you know but i learned a lot of things a flatbed that i use out here today you know but i came back just because i missed it what'd you miss the most you know did you miss us or did you just miss the moving industry i miss the industry i miss the challenges i mean there's always so much challenge to, to uh tarping and chaining a coil down or throwing scraps over a load. There's only so many challenges you could do with that. With household, it's a different thing every day, like today, shuttle to a shuttle. However, that worked out, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, what's the shuttle to the shuttle about? Is you just have uh, like a small truck, maybe the resident? Well, I mean, tell me what's going on. Okay, so we've transloaded 8, 000, about 8,000 pounds to 26-foot truck. We get, to the, we get to the road that leads to the shipper's house, so we try to back up the road. We can't get the lift gate past it. You know, the lift gate grinds into the road. I'm like, well, let's spin around and see if we can just get the front up and see if that gets the lift gate over that hump. Nope, doesn't get it over. It grinds too. So we had to run to U-Haul and get a 10-foot truck to take it off a 26-foot truck to get it to the shipper's house. A lot of fun. That sounds super That's exciting. The truck we can get up there. Well, that oh, yeah. that is definitely a challenge. Oh, yes, it is, especially with this customer. Light carpets everywhere. It's raining. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, you got, oh. well, well, we we don't want to overstay our welcome. If you uh, if you need to eject and mind, you know, tend to your crew, please uh, please shout out and say, hey, I got to go. Um, well, that's the change is I actually have a really professional crew with me today, so I could leave them alone, you know, not worry about them. Cool. These are guys you've worked before, uh, worked with before? Oh, yeah. Repeatedly, these are the, well, one guy rides with me, and the other guy I use exclusively when I'm up here in Seattle. Oh, you got a road dog. That's key. Having an extra set of uh, extra set of eyes yeah. on every job is nice. Oh, it is, especially with who we move. You nice. know, we get those executives from Google's and stuff like that, Google and Amazon and 
on and on and on. It's just nice to have that because what I do, he does. What he does, I do. It's kind of it's kind of weird, but it works, you know. Speaking of Google, um, just would like to give you some uh, thanks anytime that you are on a Google and I have to give you a shout to get the crew's names and CID numbers. Um, you are on it. So I would like to give you some props on that and just say thank you because that is a, a big help to move my process along and uh, you obviously are on top of your game. So high fives all around. Oh, you're welcome. Well, that's a, that's a requirement. That's part of our job, right? It is. Ding, ding, yeah, ding, I mean, ding, ding. That is the correct they want. answer. That's what they get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's why they hired us, you know? That's why they, they put their trust in us is because we give them what they want. Very true. So. Well, you are definitely a welcome addition to the team. You do uh, you do fantastic work, and uh, I'm glad you're here, and I'm, it's always nice to hear that you're glad you're here. You, uh, oh yeah, yeah. You making any money? Some, some. You know, I mean, they're not exactly having me checks just for showing up. <laughs> well, that's good. Well, I figure at this point in our career, Chris, that's what should happen, right? Well, yes. They're just showing up, they hand us a paycheck. You know, that should that should be going on everywhere. <laughs> should be going on everywhere, but you know, um, you never know. Some people might be out there just doing practice. <laughs> oh God, you're telling me. There's, and that circles back around to what's wrong with you, you know. <laughs> well, how long? How, There's a lot. Yeah. How much? How much time you got? If you want to know what's wrong with me, um, what can we do oh, better, man? <laughs> what can we do better? Like, what can Brooke and I? What can Ace Relocation do do better to support you? The number one thing that I have a problem with is all too often these virtual estimates, like today. Today's a prime example. You can't solve every problem with a virtual estimate. It's not the be-all, solve-all. You know, had I known we could only get a 10-foot truck up here, I could have made different arrangements, you know, all the way around. And this would have been moving faster. But that's okay. I mean, you can't plan everything in the destination. But on the origin end, there's times I've caught the virtual estimate saying, hey, you need a shuttle. And I'm looking at it when I pull up in front of the house saying, why do we need a shuttle? No, I, you know, I get it. I mean, we got to find a balance. You know, we got to try to strike that balance a little bit better because there's a lot of money going out unnecessarily sometimes. No, 100%. You, you know, know, that's the only thing I could say. Right. You know, when, regarding surveys, you know, and I've, I've heard it, you know, and you're right, they're not perfect. Um, also, in-person surveys are not perfect either anymore. You know, well, they never have been because... Honestly, there's probably, you know, maybe the top 1% of surveyor out there that used to be a, an ex-mover or a van operator is going to see um, shuttle access um, on some marginal things. Like, I've been doing this for 30 years, and honestly, I don't know. I, I may or may not have caught that driving in, you know, depending on, right. you know, if my, you know, I'm multitasking, I'm driving in, the wife is telling me I got to pick up, you know, a dozen eggs on the way home as I'm pulling up to do my survey. I, I drive right past that dip. I don't see it. Or, you know, <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, that, that, that happens. I mean, life happens or, or the agent that's doing the survey is, you know, there, there's, it all comes down to money, right? If, 
Uh, what, oh yeah. You know, I don't, even, I don't. I don't even know what surveys pay anymore or what they pay a rep. But a lot of times, you get an, a human out there. They're getting fifty bucks or seventy-five bucks or whatever whatever their comp says they're getting. They're looking to bang that thing out. Um, so things, you know, whether it's experience, whether it's being rushed, humans don't necessarily solve it. Ultimately, that's why it's so important to have nope. quality van operators like yourself. And really, we have we have a lot of them over here um, because ultimately the last problems fall in your lap. So thank you. Right. And like I tell everybody, the van operator is the ones that face the entire company anymore. You know, Always. we've gone over to virtual surveys so much, we're the face. You know, we're the ones that show up. You know, what, eight out of ten jobs are virtual surveys? Well, yeah, of you course. Know? I mean, well, that's, I mean, customers right. are demanding that too. I mean, customers are busier. They don't, they don't want to book an appointment for a, you know, sales rep and a tie to show up and do a walk, you know, spend two hours doing a walk around or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. They, they want to jump on a, how on do you a, win by taking care of the customers is how you win. Yeah. How do you win at that's at, at that point? How do you win? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, there's no easy solution to everything with think, this, you know, yeah, I think it's just ongoing, ongoing uh, training and just constantly every day uh, looking to get better. Um, well, yeah. Everything's a learning process because you can always do better with something at some point in some aspect, you know? Well, nice. Exactly. So how do I, uh, if I want to add two Ross Tennyson's, I've got room for two, two more Ross Tennyson's at the, by the end of the year. How am I, how am I going to, how am I going to get them? I go out to a truck stop. (laughs) (laughs) I've been trying like hell, but I can't find anybody. I think, yeah, I just go out to a truck stop, start talking to people, (laughs) you know, that's the only way you could do this. I mean, you can't, these drivers aren't, there's so few of us anymore that actually do the job correctly and want to do it correctly and step up to the plate and do it correctly. We have a lot of apparent A's, but the other guys, you know, it feels like they get intimidated with Atlas van lines for some reason. It's really weird. Yeah. Well, you know, even when I tell them you're not in contact with Atlas over here at Ace, they still hmm. shy away from the challenge, I guess. Eh, and some of it's legitimately burnout. Yeah, I mean, I talk to guy, I talk to candidates all the time, and you know, I understand, I understand the burnout, especially if there's haulers out there that are just uh, doing line haul. I talk to a lot of those guys, you know, just loading, unloading, loading, unloading, loading, unloading. That's right, a lot of work, right. a lot of work for not as much comp. Yeah, the money's definitely changed, and now we've got the fuel pressure coming on us now because they're predicting $5 a gallon fuel, you know, by the end of the year is what I've been hearing, and some of these guys are leery of switching van lines or coming back into the van line system because of the fuel surcharges. You know, that's a legitimate gripe. I mean, $5 a gallon, I mean, it takes a month, a month and a half for anything to catch up to a fuel price change, you know. So that's a concern, too, with some of these guys. No, I get it, and that's an industry thing. I, I feel like we're we are kings of the trailing indicators. We wait for the economy to bury us, and then we're like, "Oh, let's get out our little shovels and add a fuel sur- you know add to our fuel surcharge." I, I I don't know why we're not better at anticipating that, but that's not. I mean, that's a like I said, industry. I don't care what color truck you're driving. That's uh, oh yeah, that's across that's across the board, and that's one of the problems is. I have a friend that got out of the industry I'm trying to talk to coming back, but he won't. But they actually have a fuel surcharge over there that's updated daily. 
I don't think we could do that to our customers, but I mean, still, it's updated daily. You know, and I can't blame him because right now he's getting a fuel surcharge. It's about 40 cents, 45, 50 cents a mile in some jobs that he does with new products. So, I mean, he's comfortable over there with that kind of rate. You know, we can't get there because we're stuck with tariffs. Yeah, well, I mean, I refuse to believe. I, I refuse to accept that we're stuck. <laughs> we just gotta, we gotta figure well, it out. Um, but anyway, I mean, it is what it is. We can talk for days, and I, I think you and I have talked oh. talked about this in the past. Just uh, how how to get more uh, more bang for our buck. My my argument always is, you know, if you want more capacity, pay truck drivers more. Right. That's, I mean, the, that's the other problem too. Yeah, you know, I read the same articles. I'm sure you have too. You know, the just the, the supply chain is uh, supply supply chain is whack. Santa's going to have to get on his horse to get uh, all your goodies this <laughs> this Christmas. So um, anyway, I have I, my own ideas on that one, but yeah. <laughs> well, fantastic. I'll uh, I'll follow up with you, and we can just bullshit rather than. Uh, you know, engage everybody else. I really just wanted to uh, take the time to say thank you. Welcome to the team. Look forward to, you know, another six months, another six years, you know, whatever you've got left in the tank. I hope you choose to uh, make Ace your home. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. I like it here. I like the people, you know. Ariana's got a good head on her shoulders up there in Seattle, or here in Seattle, I should say. You know, and I like working with her and Mike McHugh, you know. He's stubborn as an ox, but he's a good man, you know. Well, he's a, that he, he is. He's a former van operator, of course. He's of course he's stubborn. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I recognize with the guy, you know. You know, he's a very he's a he's a good operations manager all the way around. Plus, a good general manager. He knows how to put both hats on. Yeah, and that's he's rarity in this industry anymore. Well, he knows he knows you what know. the, he knows what the right way is, and he demands it, and got to respect that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. And Mariana, she comes from companies I used to deal with down in the Bay Area. You know, so we've passed, we've crossed paths before, and she's really good at what she does, too. And that's why I like it here. Okay. I've got the backing all the way across the board. Well, I know that branch has got more more business than they can freaking handle. So anybody listening out there knows <laughs> knows a Washington or a Northwest domiciled professional van operator, tell them to hit me up. See Yetter at acerelocation.com. Um, because we are, we have a couple slots, especially up there. Now I don't want to hear from guys that have had like, you know, three jobs in five years or seven jobs over 10 years, you know, hopping around, never stay with an agent for more than, you know, six months to a year. I'm looking for dudes. I'm looking for the guys that don't need to move. They've been with the same, same van line for 10, 15 years, or, you know, Hey, you know, you, everybody needs to search for something. Um, but yeah, like, you know, right. Agent you're, you're with, I want to see guys that have a proven track record of success and success to me means that you're committed to being somewhere for, you know, two years, three years, you know, places like that. So yeah, definitely. If you run into any Northwest operators, I want to talk to them. Oh yeah. I've been keeping my eyes out. It's just a lot of the guys I used to know have gotten out of the business, you know? Well, we'll just have to, uh, I don't know, send you out there to the truck stops and uh, put you in some, <laughs> put you in some, uh, some uh, nice clothes, and you can go out there and kind of shake it for us a little bit. 
that's the first person they won't talk to. <laughs> uh, good luck with that. Yeah, I can see how that would go. <laughs> well, right on, Ross. Well, like I said, I I know you got a busy day today. Thank you. Um, if you ever need anything, please uh, pick up the phone. I know you're not shy. Can't can't wait to have this discussion in another problem. six months and say, hey, dude, you've been here a year. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be an interesting next six months through the wintertime, you know, but I think we're going to be okay. Yeah, I, I mean, by all indications, we're doing really well. I mean, what Clay uh, Clay said the other day, we had a meeting. You know, we're still we're still outbound West Coast. I mean, the 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 way of the migration patterns are definitely West Coast centric. You know, more stuff leaving the West than going back. You know, to the West, but that's not a that's not an ace problem. Again, that's a that's an industry thing. That's a business cycle thing. So, um, right. But everything I've heard is, I mean, right now we're sitting middle of October and we don't have enough capacity for the end of the month going into the beginning of November off the West Coast. So um, it's definitely a challenge, Um, but I know that we're up to it. So no one moves more household goods than us. No, no, definitely not, especially with Clay on board. Oh, my God. That's kind of an abusive relationship. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that? I just love working with Clay, but he's he's like, oh, you're bored? Here's this. Oh, you're bored? Here, take this. How are you doing today? Okay, Clay, what do you want? <laughs> I like working with that guy. He's hilarious. Yeah, he's good people. He's good people. I'd love to get more, I'd love to get him on more podcasts, but that guy is hard to track down. Every time I look on look on teams, he is on a call, on a call. Uh-huh. Probably giving you. Yeah, a I just sent a message just now. I've given up. <laughs> yeah. It ha- yeah, I figure if he wants something, he'll call. Mm-hmm. Hey, are you speaking of teams? Are you using teams? Oh yeah. I use teams all the time. I like using it. It's a lot easier and I don't have to sit around on the phone. <clears throat> That's how I usually get a hold of them. Oh, you just shoot them a note yeah. through teams? I send him a, a message through teams. Yeah. Oh, it's easy. It streamlines so much. It just takes all the headache out you know, the frustration and headache of waiting around for people to answer this and that. If they're on the phone, they can message you right away. And that's that to give your answer or whatever you need done. You know, it's easy. There's an app for that. See, told you in the last meeting that we had, there's an app for everything. (laughs) There is an app for that. You don't know how true that is. Well, right on Ross. Um, go, go do your double shuttle. Um, sounds awesome. Oh, it's just an awesome day. Yeah. It really is, Chris. <laughs> and stay safe. So. Stay safe and don't get in the way of safes. I actually forgot to mention when you brought up the whole you got injured by a safe. Like this goes out to everybody. Your health is not worth a piece of property. Um, I will always. I mean, obviously, I want to protect a customer's goods, but if it's my my well being versus a dent in a safe, I am choosing dent in the safe every time. That's right. That was a five thousand pound safe. I decided to get into a fight with that time. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, you're never so, gonna win that battle. I choose life. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, take care of yourself. Don't don't fight with anything or anybody today, man. And let me know if uh, let me know if I can help you with anything. All right. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, no problem, Chris. Thanks for your time. You got it, Bye, brother. Thanks, Ross. Yeah, thanks, Brooke. Have a great day, guys. You too. Bye. Bye-bye.
Ross is a good dude. For those of you listening, download the app. It's free. Find what's your 20. Did you say download the app? Yeah, I did say download the app. We are pimping uh, apps, pimping apps, pimping apps. Um, <laughs> anyway, I know you got a busy day, Brooke. Uh, let you get to it. Uh, for everybody listening, thanks for all you do. Uh, be safe out there and uh, check us out next time on What's Your 20. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.